0: and welcome back to the Career Launch System, brought to you by Air Reinhardt Bay Realtors. Today, I'm here with Badger Beal, and we're discussing your unique real estate career and the structure needed to support it. So, Badger, we've gone over a little of this on a couple of other podcasts, but let's start off with just a summary of the process or the summary of the structure.
1: Yeah, Kelly. So, good to be back. It's been a little bit, but anyhow, yeah, so this whole thing is labeled a unique real estate career and that's the concept of how our company approaches the business. And basically that concept has a structure that everything revolves around. And it's it's extremely simple, but really hard. And it's kind of like real estate in general. But you know, the business is it's not like it's this overly complicated mess, but it's really hard to execute. You got to do the work. You got to <laughs> do the work. You got to show up. And so anyhow, yeah, the summary of the model is basically, it starts from when somebody enters the business, they build their business, and it progresses through them to retail the business. And so that's in all these steps are in this model. And then there's the big bypass at the end. And, or I shouldn't say at the end, but at some point in, if the if if the career is crafted properly you bypass all the super high energy work at the beginning so at the beginning there's basically the traditional five businesses of real estate and one of them can be expanded into a whole new universe but basically it's for sale by owners expired listings floor time and open houses And then the fifth one is sphere of influence. So what happens is over the course of time, as you evolve in the business, most all of your business will be the sphere of influence. Mm -hmm. And that consists of past clients, customers, just all your relationships. So and we'll get into that in a little bit. But basically, so on the bottom of this kind of pyramid looking thing are these five businesses of real estate. And then uh, it's FISBOs expires, floor time, open houses, and sphere of influence. So each one is can be viewed as a business in and of itself. And there's the resources for these five businesses are infinite. They're readily accessible. We have really interesting, unique stuff within our office that's some of it's reasonably proprietary. A lot of it is just it's out in the industry. And anywhere you go, you're gonna have access to this information. So how do you acquire a for sale by owner listing? How do you acquire an expired, a listing from an expired listing? How do you acquire a buyer or a seller through an open house or through floor time? And how do you get better at each of those? And then the whole other thing is sphere of influence. How do you get better with your current contact list? You're people you already know that know, like, and trust you. Right. And so that's, so you start there and As you work that lower level in in a way that is congruent with who you are, (laughs) so we'll get to that later too, is at some level with all five of those businesses, you have to form a relationship with a human being. It's not a relationship with uh, an inanimate object. These are human beings with fears, goals, dreams, aspirations, and you have to connect with them at some level. And then if you are fortunate enough to form a relationship That leads to a buyer or seller, which leads to a closing, Mm -hmm. which from that closing, which is money. That's why we're in the business. I mean, people love people and they love houses. And, you know, that's great. But if you're not making a living or eating, that gets old really fast. Right. right? I heard this years ago. It's like uh, Bob Wolf said it. Hey Joe, why do you want to get into real estate? Well, I love people and I love houses. Give it 6 months. And he says, "Give it 6 months, you'll hate them both." <laughs> so, and what happens is we lose sight of, you know, why we did get into it, which is we might happen to love houses and love people, which is great. And people are the the linchpin of the business really. Or everything revolves around them. Right. And so that's a relationship at least to a closing, which is in which we would like to do, we're successful helping that client out either buy or sell. So that's cool. And then it goes to, when you're done with that, it leads to the next step, which is that relationship is still there and what do you do with it? And so that then recycles back down to the bottom of the pyramid or just above the bottom of the pyramid Mm -hmm. to back to relationships where you're bypassing for sale by owners, expires, open houses, floor time, and sphere of influence. And actually, they are part of your sphere of influence. Then how do you maintain those relationships and that human connection to further your career? And so that's really the structure of the conversation of the business and everything if you look at it, everything is, falls into this kind of a pyramid structure. It's mm-hmm. like a pyramid at the bottom and then it goes straight up. You can look at that and just see where, you know, where do I fall in that and what do I need to do? What don't I do? So after you're fortunate to form a relationship and you might is – it, is it working? If, if you're good at forming those relationships at some level – you will have an appointment out of that. So you're physically going to have what we, we call them face-to-face appointments. Yep. And a face-to-face appointment is where the rubber meets the road. You're going to have to like deal with a- an actual human being. And so, <laughs> you know, and so you're going to show a house to somebody. You're going to go through that process. Or you're going to talk to them about getting their home on the market. And that's a whole process in there. And most of that is not – I shouldn't say most of it. I'd say about – Half of that is linear, so it's like uh, you, you authorize a buyer broker agreement, a purchase agreement, and you get you find houses and you go to a closing and you, you get a purchase agreement, you go to a closing, and then you get a paycheck and then you have this relationship and that 's kind of linear the nonlinear piece of that is are their hopes, dreams, aspirations, why are they selling why why are they buying typically it's some big event in their lives mm-hmm. And, you know, they have a family, they're getting a divorce, death of a loved one, you know, who knows what, but typically it's just amazing why people buy and sell. There's mm-hmm. just a, an infinite number of reasons. And so, but anyhow, as you go through this process of the pyramid, the thing that doesn't lie is, you know, is it working? Is what I'm doing as an agent working? right and so and the way you know that is if you have a face-to-face appointment right if you have a face-to-face appointment okay wow that's that's great so everything revolves around if you're not getting face-to-face appointments then whatever you're doing hey we got to take a look at it and how can we help you build confidence around those issues to get there Mm -hmm. and so that's really what we're focusing on is how do we give you a lot of confidence and skills Early on, quickly, so you can get to face-to-face appointments. But the other thing is just having the awareness that those are critical. Right. This is not a new concept. It's been around for eternity. I was, when I first started real estate, a company I was with became a franchise. Mm-hmm. And then they had franchise people come in and do a training. And I was young. I was mm-hmm. like, I don't know, I was 26 years old or something like that. And they were talking about this back then so this would have been like the late 80s you know like maybe 88 89 and it was the same thing back then it's like okay you prospect you know you're trying to you make phone calls you see people you do all this stuff and how many calls do you have to make to generate appointments to generate sales and there's you can create mathematical formulas around that but the only thing you really need to know is is what I'm doing? Am I, what am I doing? And is it generating face to face appointments? And if not, how do we change that? Right. And there's mindsets around all those businesses of real estate. Anyhow, so the face to face appointments are kind of the telltale sign whether if the bottom of the pyramid's working for you. Mm-hmm. And everybody's different. And then, so that's really like the, the linchpin are, is of the whole equation are face to face appointments and then being realistic with yourself is it working you know and if it's not working why isn't it working right and who do you talk to about that where do you go and that's what we're here for at the end of the day the, the next thing kelly i was looking on the board is the mirror and it's a uh, bola and one of my old coaches used to say mirror mirror you know you're always looking at the mirror on the wall and it's up to us, so we can share and cajole and help as much as we can. But at the end of the day, the agent themselves has to do the work. And that was a real—what do I want to say? A real eye-opening experience for me when I got into business. It's like nobody's doing this for me. Right. You know. Well, I,
0: and I think it's easy for young agents to get caught up in certain avenues to either people looking for the shortcut to get what they need mm-hmm. or get pigeonholed into just, especially like nowadays, I would have to say like social media. Yeah. It's really easy for people to think, oh, I'm just going to spend all this time on social media because this is what's going to get me people quick. And you really have to diversify your efforts and and mm-hmm. cover all your bases because you're never going to get everything from one source.
1: Yeah, that's exactly right. Just glad you brought that up because in sphere of influence, social media could be its own business Mm -hmm. i mean could absolutely be that so if you choose to go into that world after a while you got to look at and say is it working right right is my social media business per se generating face-to-face appointments so if it is Mm -hmm. awesome rock and roll kick butt keep doing what you're doing Mm -hmm. be aware at some point in time You create a monster that you can't escape, and you got to keep feeding that monster. Right. Because you're constantly looking for new people, new people, new people, unless you have the mindset that eventually I'm going to drop this, and then you're relying upon it. So if that works for you, an agent should probably really look at, how do I maintain those relationships long-term? Right. And it might be on social media again, Um, but it might be mailers. It might be having a, a client party. It might be... Being in, we call it being in the flow with the, those spheres of influence physically. Because the deeper the connection, the harder those bonds are to break. And the theory behind what we do, we're totally open to social media. I think agents need to be there at some level. The company absolutely needs to be there at some level. Mm-hmm. And we can't rely on it.
0: Right. I look at it, it's like a tool in the toolbox, but it's not the only right. tool in the toolbox.
1: Yeah. some A large part of your contact list is there and you know, or a part of it's there and we'll see you there. And that, that's cool. And then what message are you sending?
0: Right. Because I always look at it as I think just about every person on the planet probably has one to five realtors in their newsfeed on a daily basis yeah. just because of people they know. So what sets you out from the other four that are potentially in this person's newsfeed. Well, maybe those other four didn't send a birthday card or an anniversary card or just a quick note or a quick phone call just to say hi, or I thought about you the other day. So I think that can really stand you apart. So it's good to be on social media, but it's also good to take it and dive deeper, like you said.
1: Yeah. So if you can use that to form deeper connections through that, great. And that goes with every one of the other four businesses, right? Yeah. So it's all about deeper connections. And what are those? How do you make a connection deeper? Well, I'll pick up the phone. Exactly. I would send a thank you note. I would stop by their house and say hi. I would invite them out for a cup of coffee. I would do whatever. I would go, say it's your golf league or something. Mm-hmm. I make sure I show up at my golf league and I'm just a, a good human being there. Right. But if you really want to go deeper and galvanize those relationships, the best way is face-to-face.
0: Right, exactly. second
1: best way <laughs> is a phone call. The third best way is something electronic. And so if the best way is face-to-face and it's really hard for people to break that human connection, then what's the best way to go deep in this business? Right. And in, in social media, one of the, a lot of people know this, but a lot of people don't, and, and this this, we really saw the evolution of this right now where people, if they're coming into it a little bit newer, maybe hadn't seen it. But early on in social media, when you posted something, everybody saw your feed. It wasn't filtered. Right. Now, if I post something to my friends on Facebook, let's just use Facebook or you can pick any social media. But I think Facebook's a, a good example of it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If I post something, maybe it's going to go in 10% of my people's feed. What percentage of my people's feet are actually going to see it? Right. And what percent are actually is going to connect with because they're scrolling through. you know. Mm-hmm. I know that's what I do. And, you know, you're just flipping through stuff you're liking. You're not reading it. You're just saying, hey, so-and-so made a post, great. right? So cool. That's fine. But I can't bank on that. Exactly. You know, I can't pay my mortgage on the hope that that's going to happen. So if it works, awesome. Encourage it. Do it. But you want to track about how much time you spend there, and right. then also
0: your return on investment.
1: Yeah, how many face to faces, <laughs> yeah. right? And then the face to faces obviously lead to closings, but not always because if you have a lot of face to faces and you're not getting closings, then something else is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so the, I guess the, the main linchpin. Pin is, hey, do I have closings? But really, you're not going to get to a closing unless you have a face to face appointment. Right. And you're not going to do it virtually. You're not going to do it on Facebook. You're not going to sell a house on Facebook, Instagram. You know, have people seen stuff out there, called up and bought the house? Absolutely, it happens, but I can't bank on that. Right. And I don't want to tell our agents, hey, you can bank on that. You can build a career because I have yet to see anybody locally in mid Michigan, hey, all my business is on social media. It's, I built my career on it. It's, augmented it's um helped pre-existing relationships it's they built some but it's, it's just difficult because it, it's a every a lot of people are there they're trying to do it the real busy busy agents don't need to be there right and the other thing about so i was trying to reach high-end clientele right and it's like early on it's like okay high net worth people for some commercial stuff and even for housing and people that are really high net worth Business owners, and they're not, they don't have time for Facebook. And right. Stuff. But, you know, <laughs> if I want to get to the CEO of such and such corporation, I'm not going to get them on Facebook. Right. So-and-so does not have time to be on Facebook. So how do you reach those high net worth people? And you have to be creative and you have to, and, and, and it's not, that market isn't for everybody. Right. And so, and that takes time and lots of times that takes years of being you and being a better you and being who you are and being congruent, which is kind of where we're going. Yeah, so the, the the structure of the business, though, is really that pyramid with the five businesses at the bottom. You draw five circles at the bottom, like, and then they all create a pyramid up to another circle, which is a relationship. Mm-hmm. And then from that relationship circle, that goes straight up, a well, single line. To a face-to-face appointment circle. And then that circle goes straight up again to a dollar sign, which is a closing s- circle. And then that one goes straight up again to it kicks out a relationship because you, hopefully you have a positive relationship, relationship out of that. <laughs> exactly. And then that, that's like the end of the cycle, but then it cycles back down to the relationships on the bottom. Right, And you bypass the whole bottom level, which is all the work, work, work when you're starting out.
0: Right, because now you have a pre-existing relationship and that person could buy and sell another house, could have family members they refer to you, friends, you know, coworkers. You always are capable of getting more business off of that one connection.
1: Yeah, and the other thing, so each layer of this is a business itself. So the first time I've heard it, overtly stated this way formerly was dean jackson on um, he and um joe polish's podcast can't remember the name of their podcast but we'll put it in the show notes yeah. remember what it is and know, they
0: got a couple of the 10 time x ones and then
1: yeah heck I listen to it it's anyhow we'll get it yeah but anyhow it's so the before business uh so that's the bottom five businesses so the before so be- before you have a relationship you are working your prospecting so for sale by owners open houses expires mm-hmm. floor calls and your sphere of influence so that's a business down there that's the before business so it's, it's pretty global conversation but it's the before business and then you get that relationship and say yeah hey man i've got a buyer i'm showing them houses so then you're in the during process You're mm-hmm. showing houses you're going to write an offer you're going to take that relationship to a closing those hopes dreams and aspirations that are inside that person you're taking that Spirit, that soul, human being, to a closing, a settlement. They're buying a home or selling a home, and it's a big deal. And then you're going to get a paycheck for doing that. And then that's the during business. So after you have a closing, the business then goes to the next relation, that same relationship going to the higher level, which is the after business. Mm -hmm. And it's really the lost. One of the lost conversations of this industry, and it's the whole after business. How do you maintain those relationships over the life of your career? Because that is the goal. That's the goose that laid the golden egg to a mm-hmm. career. If you can get that down, and there's a lot of different ways to do it. People do it lots of different ways. And that's the structure of the business. And then that comes down back, right back to relationships. And eventually, you can get totally out of the bottom five businesses of the Of the real estate business. Right. Of of building a career in real estate. You're living out of your sphere. Yeah. And that concept is really, and then the intricacies of that concept and the major core behind that, that I really think we're exceptionally unique in is building your, your own unique real estate career in your way. And so I guess that's probably part one, Kellen. I was
0: just going to say, we're getting at 20 minutes and I know we have a lot more to talk about. So why don't we break here? And then what we'll do is we'll do a part two. So if you guys are interested, definitely come back next week. We're going to have a little bit more on it. We'll close out for now and then hopefully see you guys all next week. But again, if you're interested, if this all sounds interesting to you, you're interested in learning about a real estate career, please feel free to reach out to us at arhousebay.com forward slash careers. I'll take you right to our careers tab great information there, links to all of our other podcasts, some great videos that we've done recently, and then also contact information for Badger, Jim, and Melissa, who are our managing brokers here. So until next week, we'll see you then.
1: Yeah, thanks, Kelly.